there. Welcome back to Black and White Podcast, where we speak radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a gray world. I'm back again with Amanda Davison, the wife coach, because we had a lot to say, evidently, didn't we, Amanda, last time? We sure did. It was great. Well, awesome. Well, we just want to continue talking about that today. I was just thinking, there's some people listening today who would say, you don't, you don't know what I married into. You don't know the mess I'm in. And I, I think I would want to encourage those listeners that, you know, the marriage God has for us, the marriage that we have in this fallen world, it's going to be messy. It isn't going to look perfect like we see on maybe the television shows, which, okay, honestly, I don't really watch TV, <laughs> but I have in the past watched TV and, and seen shows. But, you know, there's this thought that it's supposed to look a certain way and we can worship what we think is supposed to be a perfect marriage. And all the while we're missing, we're in what we're supposed to be, you know, this messy beautiful marriage where we are learning to be Christ-like when we've got children who are struggling and we've still got to prioritize our spouse or maybe someone listening today has walked through divorce and you know uh, I have walked through divorce and never thought that I would and you know you can think hey I I did everything right It, it should have worked out and you know am I really able to love a spouse again after what I've been through. And see, we serve a God who restores. Absolutely. He restores broken marriages because he receives glory from that. And just don't be afraid if it's messy. Um, I, I believe God really shows up in those messes because in our weaknesses, he is strong. So, you know, another thing, what, if we could, I want to give something for our listeners to be able to really take home and apply. And we know we're saying get in their word, and we've talked about a Bible reading plan, but what would be some key takeaways in the daily life of what this looks like, loving our husbands? Hmm. One of the things I would, I would uh, definitely have us do as wives is simply approaching your time with God differently. For so many years, no one, you know, I don't know if the Lord revealed this to me or a a mentor did, I can't remember, but, you know, for so many years when I would go into God's word or spend time with God, um, I would ask, I would be looking for answers to my problems. I would be asking God for help or for um, him to fix certain things in my heart or in my marriage or whatever the case was, which is not wrong. Um, however, when we talk about a takeaway, I one of the best gifts, pieces of wisdom, knowledge someone told me, again, I can't remember where, is to approach that time um, not for you and what you're going to get out of it. Again, it's not about us, but... Lord, teach me about who you are. Mm. And tell God, I want to know you more. I, this is about you. Like mm. All of this, my marriage, my kids, my life, my job, everything. It's for you. It's about you. I want to honor you. Show me who you are. Show me who you are. Even just approaching your, your time in that way will greatly benefit your your heart and your marriage 
um, because it changes your focus, it changes your perspective from, again, from being about us to, well, this is about God, and, and I'm here on mission. Um, my marriage is on mm. mission to glorify God and to grow his kingdom. So how can I do that? And we do that by asking God to show us who he is and, and help us learn how to do that. So even just that takeaway, I think, is, is really key mm. for us as children of God to, to walk out this mission better than we are and maybe better than we have been. That's beautiful. And, you know, I think about when we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, all these other things will be added unto us. And a lot of times we try to obtain our goals by just, you know, applying different principles we've, that have been handed down to us. But ultimately, uh, ultimately, as we come into God's presence and seek him first, everything else falls in line. You know, there's a, yeah, there's a beauty in desperation and coming before God and he transforms us and that reaches into all aspects of our lives. You know, um, one other thing I've been thinking about loving our husbands is one of the greatest callings that God has given us. And what God can do in a marriage that models how Christ loved the church is miraculous. But a lot of times today I see in marriage, there's a lot of dividing and conquering. And I've been guilty of this myself, where husbands and wives are often serving apart from one another. And mm-hmm. this, is, this has been something my husband and I have been intentional about in our marriage, serving together. And one way we demonstrate this you know, by loving one another is we, we serve together, even when it's something that maybe wouldn't have been our first choice. Uh, we come alongside each other's calling and passion. Um, for instance, when I go and speak uh, or lead worship for women's conferences or at our church, my husband is my biggest support. You know, he, he's there trying to help me figure out the multi-tracks, making sure my mic is working. Um, and likewise, when he has a project that he wants to work on, I want to join him even when it's out of my comfort zone. And I'll tell you, sometimes this is hard. Uh, recently, my husband wanted to learn about sailing. And uh, <laughs> I bought him a sailing course and I thought, hey, that's demonstrating love and support. You go, honey. Um, the only problem is he wanted me to go with him. And <laughs> this is a problem for me because this girl hurls whenever I'm on a boat, okay? My... <laughs> My equilibrium gets thrown off. And I mean, even just like standing in an elevator, it's like, you know, Lord, just get me to that next floor. I just have issues, you know, but, but I got on that boat and, uh, I actually took a lot of Dramamine and ended up falling asleep on the way home, but I got on that boat. (laughs) So now you and your husband, now he's a farmer and you are a writer and speaker. Is this, how do you guys handle your different callings? Well, I think one way is that we know, um, again, we both have an understanding of why we're here. We're not here for us. We're here to, again, build God's kingdom and uh, glorify his name. And so we both, Amen. we both have that understanding and um, I'm thankful for that. And my husband, um, 
says he does he just does not want to get in the way of what he knows God has called me to do and so he is supportive because he submits to God and same with me um, my husband loves farming and I did not have that plan for our marriage but he does love it and so I know that that's the man that God has created him to be and I know that that's where God has called him to be and so I submit to God's calling for that and and it's not about me so we both have an understanding Amen. of that um, and because we have an understanding of that we do whatever we can do to help each other it's pretty simple. I mean, it, it's not perfect. There are times where both, one of us overcommits on in some work area and we've got to recalibrate and talk through that again. And okay, you know, how, how can we change this going forward? What do we need to do? Um, but really it comes down to, it comes down to a lot of communication and a lot of prayer and just a lot of, you know, for us, we have young kids. So when one of us is away, which I'm not away very often uh, as much as he is, but when, when one of us is away, the reality in our life right now is that we have to be, the other has to be home with our kiddos, gets to be home with our kiddos. And so, um, but we don't get to travel together typically. Um, sometimes we do, but that's just not, that's not typical for us. So, um, that because we can't go together to engagements or I can't be on the farm with him farming during harvest, we just, right. it requires um, a lot of communication and a lot of uh, touching base about things that we just need to touch base about it. We're, we're just still present, even though we're not physically present in whatever we're, we have going on. So we're supporting each other, just not maybe physically present in that calling. So that's, that's awesome. Done. Yeah, that's great. I think that's so important to be intentional in our communication as well. You know, sometimes I think people can be disillusioned because there were tons of love notes prior to getting married. <laughs> yeah. and, and then life steps in and you learn how to adapt to that. But I, I love what you said about really having a kingdom mentality and you're having mm -hmm. a kingdom partner. You know, you're aware that you're both together to further God's kingdom. And it's not about, let me just make sure that I am perfectly happy. It's about how can we serve God together? And what does that look like? Um, right. So one other thing I think that listeners will be wondering about is one of the most challenging moments we can demonstrate loving our husband in is conflict. I know, mm. um, you know, my husband and I have those moments. It's a, a few of them a year where it's like one of those, okay, this is going to be... <laughs> One of those days that we're just going to have to walk through this conflict. But I know for me, I do seek to honor my husband in it, you know, and I think going to God right there in the conflict is essential. But would you have any um, counsel for how to handle conflict? I think to know your own tendencies and personality preferences really well, many of us like myself, are very colorful. And so in the moment of conflict, I want to tackle it. I want to talk through it. I want to hear how he's feeling about it. I want to, and I want to solve it right there and be done with it and move on. Some of us, uh, you know, hide in the shell. We want to internally process it first and so on and so on. And so I think it's really helpful to just first know your tendency 
and then to get really good at, in the moments of conflict, getting good at drawing into the Holy Spirit for help in that. Mm. So for myself, uh, I, I, I honestly have to, uh, one of my frequent prayers is, Lord, hold my tongue, hold my tongue, because I want to say so many things, and I know I don't want to say them though at the same time. I, and I know yes. that it's not going to honor the Lord and it's not, it's not going to call, it's not going to respect my husband. We are called to respect, even if they haven't earned the respect, we're called to respect. So I'm not great mm. at that. So, but I, I do recognize and I, I thank the Lord. He's helped me get better. But so know your tendency and get good at pausing and figuring out, Lord, do I, like help me speak if you're one to normally not speak or give me the words to say that I, I am afraid to say or whatever that is, or Lord, help me not say what I, I want to say, whatever that is, just get good at it. Um, get better at asking the Lord for help in those moments. And then I would, just like you said, you want to honor your husband. We want to, we, we want to, I would say, it's nice. It sounds nice, Denise, to want to honor your husband in those moments. Um, if, if I'm completely honest, that's not my mindset because he's human. <laughs> you know, he, I do, I do at the core of me. I want to honor my husband. I want to respect him. Absolutely. I want to, but in those moments, um, if I'm honest, you know, I'm right. I say to myself, even though I know that's not healthy. And so in the moments, what's going, what, what helps me is that above my husband, I want to honor God. <laughs> I want to honor the Lord. And so Amen. even if I think my husband is, you know, totally not seeing it straight, he said something that, oh, that was hurtful or whatever the case above wanting to honor and respect my husband, which I do in those moments, if I have a heart for God and want to honor him, that wins that will draw my heart to my husband but in those moments of conflict i we have and our our brain makeup has a difficult time connecting with the person we are face to face with so it helps me have this vision of just looking up saying lord how can i right now when i'm so upset and sometimes it does it takes walking away um Listening to, honestly, I guys have to put worship music on. Get my mind right, Lord. Help me see this right, Lord. Get my mind right, you know? And, and he does. But it's, it's I want to honor the Lord more than I even want to honor my husband. And so that helps so much in those times of conflict. That's beautiful. You know, when we honor God, that trumps everything else, doesn't it? It, it really brings us to the place of, of aligning our will with God's and helps us to be able to honor and love our husbands. And I, I think another key thing you said was knowing thyself, really, and, right. and also knowing your spouse. I, I recently took the Enneagram uh, personality test, and my husband refuses to. <laughs> he, he doesn't want to be boxed in. I'm like, I already know what you are, okay? <laughs> But, but knowing him and how he'll respond makes me want to approach him in a way that isn't going to offend him either, because out of a heart to serve him, which ultimately honors God as well, Absolutely. You know, then God is glorified. Thank you all for joining us again as we just further explored this love that we're to have for our husbands.
You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth. 